Hello, Sac State students, and welcome to another week and another episode of the State Hornet Podcast. My name is Robbie Pierce. I'm your podcast editor. I'm joined here again by Maddie Beck, our managing editor. Max is out for this week, but we also have Cameron Dady with us here this week to talk with us about probably the biggest story from the week for Sac State students. We got a bunch of new information on the resignation of ASI President Christian Landaverde last semester, and Cameron was one of two reporters on the story. So Cameron, could you please tell us about this story? So in March, right as the campus closed due to COVID-19, both ASI President Christian Landaverde and Executive Vice President Jennifer Gross resigned from their positions, at the time saying that it was for personal reasons. They left with their respective $19,000 and $16,000 scholarships for their work on the ASI board, which is paid in four disbursements. The last disbursement paid to Landaverde and Gross compensating them for their work through the end of the semester was on February 20th, and both Landaverde and Gross resigned on March 13th. Gross did not respond to comment for this story, but Landaverde has now said that he chose to resign because he was aware two weeks in advance that the campus would be closing due to COVID. And because this closure was occurring as his presidency term was coming to an end, he wanted to use that time to focus more on his other career opportunities and be able to study for his law school admission test, which is scheduled for November. He currently works for the Sacramento County Alcohol and Drug Advisory Board and in the future wants to work as a United States District Attorney or possibly run for Congress. This was a really interesting story to report on. I think it's super important for students to be informed about ASI's operations and the ASI board members' activities and just to be involved in their student government since ASI does represent the students of Sac State. I remember when he resigned, it was such a sudden thing last semester. So I, I'm just, I'm really glad that you were able to find out that new extra information. So thank you for sharing that with us this episode. And then also a big ticket news item for this week. We had a virtual event on October 13th in which staff of the Legislative Analysis Office explained the 2020 California ballot initiatives. The event was hosted by Sacramento Public Library, as well as the Project for an Informed Electorate at Sacramento State. This was a group of nonpartisan policy analysts going over every proposition up for election next month and basically just talking about the strict fiscal costs of each proposition, how much it would affect state revenues, how much it would affect taxpayers. And the State Hornet has put together a internet treatment, a special landing page for the story where you can jump to each proposition individually and check out its cost as well as the comments made by the analysts at the event. And that is live at statehornet.com right now and in the show notes of this episode. And then Maddie, next, moving to sports, did you want to talk about the Sam Clark profile that came out earlier this week? Yeah, so State Hornet reporter Estefanie Nunez and State Hornet multimedia editor Sarah Nevis both talked to Sam Clark, who is a junior football player for Sac State. And he plays as a punter. Clark is originally from Sydney, Australia. Up until 13 months ago, he had never played American football. He had only been playing Australian rules football, um, which is quite different from American football. Uh, Clark has been playing as a punter for Sac State for a little over a year. Um, But unfortunately, it was recently announced that the football season was suspended. Yeah, so a, a big breaking story from October 15th. Uh, Sacramento State football announced that they will be opting out of the upcoming spring football season. And according to Hornet head coach Troy Taylor, the biggest reasoning behind this move was the idea of playing the spring season, then immediately playing the usual fall season next semester, assuming that goes forward. 
um, would just have been too quick of a turnaround. And Taylor cited concerns about player health having essentially two seasons, however compressed they are, back-to-back with very little offseason. And so you can read the full write-up by Jordan Parker online right now. And then just really quick, going back to the Sam Clark story, I'd like to add that Sarah Nevis did a photo shoot and had a nice little video component for that story. And again, everything we talk about on these episodes is available in the show notes. One of our reporters, Anastasia, talked to two local artists who participated in Wide Open Walls. Wide Open Walls is a project that um, artists can participate in and paint uh, just gigantic murals in downtown Sacramento. A link to the stories in the show notes, and I highly recommend looking at it because there are some beautiful uh, pictures of the murals that these two local artists painted. Um, In downtown Sacramento, they're very colorful, beautiful murals, so you should go check out the story. And one last thing before we close out today's show, joining me now is another State Hornet staffer, Bradley Hinkson. And Bradley, you've been doing a series of Halloween film reviews, right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So my whole thing with it is that I love horror. I just love talking about horror films. It's my favorite genre of film. And I thought since it's the Halloween season, it'd be the perfect time to talk about some horror films. But my whole thing was I didn't want to do the typical ones. I didn't want to be like, hey, guys, you heard of a movie called The Shining? Have you heard of Hereditary? I wanted to do ones that I love that maybe don't get as much attention as those films. So I've done stuff like the Unfriended movies or uh, an Australian film called like Mungo. And I've also done some like cult classic stuff like The Burbs or uh, Phantom of the Paradise. And then this week I changed it up a bit and I did um, Treehouse of Horror segments from The Simpsons because I'm a huge Simpsons fan. I thought, you know what? It's Halloween. We love watching Halloween specials and these are like my favorites. So I just counted down like some of my favorite segments from those. All right. Very cool. Thank you. And you can read all those stories in the show notes to this podcast. And honestly, um, props to you for doing that series because I am a total scaredy cat with horror stuff. Like <laughs> I was at, I was at a friend's birthday the other day and it was Halloween themed. Mm-hmm. And so they had pet cemetery on in the background and some guy's <laughs> brain got splattered open. And I was like, Oh, I'm going to go outside. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the one who's like, Oh, Oh, what's going on. I want to see what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> All right, but again, thank you for coming. And one last, last thing, because this literally launched during the editing of this podcast, the State Hornet has a new COVID-19 web landing page up on our website where we have a live case tracker as well as links to several coronavirus-related articles. So much like everything else, I'm sure you're tired of hearing it, it's available in the show notes. And until next week, I've been Robbie Pierce, your podcast editor. Thank you for listening, and please stay safe.